It's playoff time. It's the most wonderful time. Welcome to Trash Talk. I'm William Corkins, joined by my partner in crime, Austin Campbell. It's uh, it's a bittersweet time because while it is the best football, it's also the end of football. And I have to wait a whole other six months, seven months before season starts again. So I in sad. three weeks, we will know who is going to the Super Bowl. And in five weeks, the NFL season is over. Yeah, that's sad. Crazy thing. I don't uh my depression goes way up during those times, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Usually because Tennessee fails to make <laughs> We'll see if they, can, if they can not disappoint you this year. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Trash Talk. It's time for the playoffs. Let's start it off. It's time for the lineup. The biggest news and headlines from this week in sports, it's right here. This is the lineup on Trash Talk. There are five coaching jobs available in the NFL. This is an NFL-only podcast. We're not going to talk about anything else. Yes, we realize other sports happened. We will recap that. We don't care about them. We don't care about it. We don't care about it. We already knew the Falcons and Texans were open. We already knew that uh, Detroit was open, right? Matt Patricia got fired earlier in the year. So did, why am I blinking on Houston's? Uh, former coach um, uh, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, Bill O'Brien, and we already knew Dan Quinn got fired. All three of those coaches gone. Anthony yeah. Lynn makes the cutting room floor on Monday as the Chargers released him. Jets, no shocker, <laughs> released Adam Gase. Yep. And Jacksonville parted with Doug Marone. Um, also not a shock. Also not a huge shock. The ones that are kind of a shock to me, Mike Zimmer still has a job right now in Minnesota. Yeah, I was shocked at that. Uh, Vic Fangio is coming back for another year in in Denver. Yeah, but it sounds like he is on the. F- it sounds like maybe John Elway was the guy that they were thinking was the problem with his new promotion. Like, hey, maybe you shouldn't be in charge of personnel. Maybe, maybe you should go. And uh, Bill Belichick still has a job after his worst year as a coach, but you know. We're, we're gonna let them. Yeah, because Bill Belichick all of a sudden just got bad. I guess just got bad. Maybe proving it's... that Brady was the better one of that equation. Just, just gonna yeah. put that out there. I mean, so I've like said a... that for years, but Bill Belichick is still not. He's not. You know, he's not Todd Haley all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> Todd Haley's freaking coaching. What is it? Is is it like high school football now? I mean, yeah, he's probably he's, assistant coach for the high school team. No, he's he yeah, he's an assistant coach down in Florida. I yeah. was reading that. Yeah. yeah. So you look at the opening open spot to head coaching, Jacksonville, New York Jets, LA Chargers, Detroit Lions, <coughs> Texas, Atlanta Falcons. Let's talk about cap space. So right now the Jaguars have eighty one million in cap space open. They also have the uh first overall pick, Trevor yeah. Lawrence. We can assume they also have the Rams pick in the first round as well. So they've got two first rounds. They've also got two second round picks. There was the Vikings fourth, uh, fourth overall pick. Uh, the Jets have seventy three million six hundred twenty thousand dollars in open cap space. LA's got thirty million. Detroit's got ten million. Right now, Houston and Atlanta are both in the red. They're going to have to make some roster moves to open up cap space. Right now, Houston is in the red by fifteen million, um, and Atlanta is in the red twenty four million. A part of that. Is Deshaun Watson's contract 
it takes a huge hit on next year's cap. Uh, Matt Ryan's contract actually costs quite a bit on Atlanta's cap, and that's where a majority of that $24 million is. Um, Austin, we've heard new names popping up. Mm-hmm. We are hearing, uh, finally, Eric Bieniemy's name, which is yeah, we hadn't heard yet. We have also heard, um, uh, uh, who's the guy out of... Uh, Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer coming back. Yeah. He apparently wants $12 million a year, which is actually more than Gruden gets paid. Gruden gets $10 million at Oakland, and he's one of the highest-paid coaches in the NFL. Yeah. If you were a head coach candidate, and you were looking at these openings, and you're looking at the availability of, of cap space and draft picks and being able to make a team succeed quickly, where would you go? See, here, here's my thing at this point, because... Jacksonville sounds like a really good job as far as like your division's not that great. I mean, Tennessee, Indianapolis, I mean, they're kind of okay. And Houston is in some trouble. So you have some, you have some time to make some lead way. You got Trevor Lawrence at, at your feet. Basically you can pick him first pick and you have all this cap space to where you can really make the team yours, except that the owner which uh, you know the name of. I can't remember his name. The owner of Jacksonville. Uh, it is um, Khan. It's the Khan family. Yeah. He wants final say on all roster moves. And that to me is like, nope, I'm out. Because this is why you've all sucked for the last years. Is because you're like Jerry Jones at this point. Can't let it go. You can't let the people do what they need to do. So mm. while that sounds like a great job, I don't want some odor breathing down my neck being, you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to, you know, Jerry Jones situation, New York jets. It seems like they actually have like somewhat of a leeway of what they want to do. And I feel like either way, if you keep Sam Darnold and you have Justin Fields, you have two different total quarterbacks that you can kind of do whatever you want to do with it. Um, and so I, I think the Jets option might be bad or might be okay. But I think the Chargers actually is a pretty good spot because you already have a proven Trevor Lawrence. The team went seven and nine. And what was like five of those losses that they or said five or seven of those losses they had were within a touchdown. It just seems so if you're confident and you're coaching and making those final decisions, I feel like LA Chargers, plus, you know, being in LA, that's gonna be a really good job for me personally, I think that's the number one job. The Chargers job is very interesting. Plus, the, the two is that's such a fun division to be a part of. I'm not just saying this because you know I live in Kansas City, but um, Oakland games are great. Uh, getting to prove yourself against one of the best organizations there in Kansas City, um, and and the Chiefs don't have a complete hold on it. You know, if yes, the the Chiefs' offense is great, but we've seen the Chiefs falter quite a bit this year. Like they're not a perfect team by any means, so I do think that division's somewhat open, um, where you could go in and compete. And the Chargers are a great rival. You know, two years ago we talked about the Chargers and Chiefs going back and forth every other year, and that's what we thought would happen. Last two years, and the Chiefs have had the number, and and they've been able to win the division. But a good coach in LA would be amazing for the league, and especially with Justin Herbert. I mean, you are a yeah. new special teams coordinator and a good offensive line away from being a really good team. Yeah, I agree. I think, that, I, think, I think that's the way to go. Um, there's not much on the lineup today. I mean, like, obviously, the, the firings are big, um, but none of them are shocking. I mean, we, we, we knew all of these 
were probably going to happen. Like I said, I'm, I'm I'm a little surprised there's a couple more that haven't. Um, I still think there's potentially one coming, maybe in uh in, that's already in the, the from a team that's yeah. in the playoffs. I I still don't know yeah. if Matt Nagy's guys got safe. So I I've that. heard Matt Nagy is safe. Ryan Pace is not. That's that's what I I've want, heard. I and the fact Ryan that Mike Pace Zimmer hasn't happened, it I guess Mike Zimmer's staying. Vic Mangio, I believe, could stay. Mike Zimmer is a little like, mm, okay, I guess. <laughs> All right. Your defense was utter trash, and that's what he's supposed to be good at, but okay. Might as well so talk about Trisha. <laughs> oh, God. We're going to go straight into the NFL recap. Now, we're not going to recap every game. I'm going to pull the ones I think are essential. We're not going to talk about the Bills and Dolphins. That's a blowout, 56-26. Dolphins don't make the that, playoffs. That, that is an important game, though, just from the fact yeah. that what is Miami thinking with Tua? Do they think yeah. he is the franchise quarterback when you possibly have Trevor Lawrence or Justin Fields in your grasp? That's uh, tempting, man. Because within – yeah. <clears throat> Because when it comes to clutch moments, he did not perform in clutch this year. And that that's something that a lot of the young quarterbacks who have come up have been able to do. Justin Herbert has been pretty dang solid in clutch. Yeah. Um, Josh Allen has proven he's probably the most clutch of the young quarterback group that we have right now. Mahomes, I mean, I don't think anybody can argue that. Lamar Jackson has turned it around the second half of the season and done unbelievable. Mm. Um, heck, Baker was good. When Baker needed to be good this year, not last yeah. year, not the year before. Yeah. Baker's been good this year. Uh, we're yeah. going to start, though, there in the NFC East. So we talked about three teams in potential to win the NFC East. Cowboys couldn't get it done against the Giants. They fall 23-19. Giants yeah. didn't do anything overly impressive. It was a no. lot of the Cowboys shooting themselves in the foot again. Yeah. Yeah, this was really disappointing game from the Cowboys, who had all the momentum to go out and win this game and just could not do it. It was it was just it was it was kind of a disappointing game to watch because I really wanted the Cowboys to make a last second push and and be be somebody that we were talking about today in the playoffs. Fortunately, yeah. it didn't happen. Giants get the window, and then the Giants. We're going to talk about them <laughs> with our last game of the day. They've got a legitimate gripe, but it's not a gripe anybody really cares about. We're going to talk about that here at the end. Browns they, they do their... not. They don't have a legitimate gripe. <laughs> you were six and ten. You have no gripe. Yeah, fair, <laughs> enough. fair enough. Fair enough. Win more games. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Browns secured their first playoff spot since two thousand and two with a win over the Steelers, twenty four twenty two. Now, Big Ben and most of the starters did not play. Chase uh, Claypool had a great game, but the Browns do pick up the win. They almost lost it. Yep. Came pretty close to losing a couple of different times in the game, but this was a fun one to watch. I mean, Baker had a great game, and all intents and purposes, you look at his box score for the day, maybe if my notes will pop up. Thank you, Internet. Uh, you look at Baker Mayfield's box score for the day. He was 17 to 2796 yards uh, and a touchdown with a QBR of 97.1. That's a solid outing for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. I mean, it's a solid outing, but just without all the uh, starters, I feel like Pittsburgh knew what they were doing. They knew that they were most likely going to play Cleveland in the playoffs, and <laughs> they're like, we're going to give you all that we got. Now if the Browns come out and win this week, Okay, that's that's really weird, but uh, I feel like maybe 
Pittsburgh is uh, is the way better team here, unfortunately, for Cleveland. Dolphins lost to the Bills 56-26. Austin, any more thoughts on this game other than what we talked about briefly? I mean, yeah. I mean, Tua's the real story. I don't know what we're what we're what they've quite think that they got there with Tua. Uh and you know, believe in magic, okay? I was I was disappointed we never saw Fitz Magic get in there. Because I feel like you owe your team a chance to make the playoffs if they have it, you know? I, I I understand what you're trying to do with your quarterback and stuff, but the quarterback is not the only person on that team. That's just my opinion, though. You should have you should have let Fitzpatrick take over that at least the second half because it was already almost lost pretty much five minutes into the second half. But I just I I feel like they should have given him a chance. Yeah, I mean. Yes, you had playoff implications on the line, but it was a blowout pretty much from the beginning. Bills were on their mark all day. They wanted yeah. that two seed. And, and you yeah. know, I think in a game like that, it just, you know, do you waste Fitzpatrick for that or, you know. And, well, and, and is Ryan is, is Ryan Fitzpatrick coming back to the Dolphins? Um, I think it might cause a, a Nick Foles-like distraction. So I would not be shocked if they don't bring him back. I will. I mean, will Fitzpatrick is going to play somewhere. He's going to be a backup somewhere. Um, actually, he, he would be really fun to play at New England. Could you imagine? <laughs> just, oh, that would be great. But yeah, I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like that might be like Nick Foles, Carson Wentz kind of a thing, or Nick Foles, Mr. Bisky, where it's like, do you trust me or not? But with Tua, I mean, if they bring in another quarterback, then clearly they don't trust you. So it's a, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what the Dolphins do. Ravens picked up the win over the Bagels, thirty-eight to three. Buccaneers beat the Falcons, forty-four twenty-seven. Another game where Buccaneers had to get it hot in the second half. Um, Falcons kept it close in the first half, and in the second half, Buccaneers utterly destroyed. Patriots got the win over the Jets, 28-14. Vikings beat the Lions, 37-35. Uh, Vikings out of the playoffs, of course. Packers secured the one seed. They are the number one seed in the NFC, meaning yeah. the road to Tampa goes through Lambeau on the NFC side. They beat the Bears, 35-16. Bears still make the playoffs, though. Thank yeah. you <laughs> to the Rams, who got the win over the Cardinals, eighteen to seven, odd score. Probably was, the uh, ugliest game to was, watch. Was it was a terrible game to watch. It was really disappointing. And Cliff Kingsbury, I feel like next year this it's a hot seat for him as well, along with Mike Zimmer and Vic Mangio. Kyler Murray got hurt quite a bit in that game. He was in and out throughout the yeah. throughout the entirety of that game. The Titans yeah. got the win over the Texans, forty-one thirty-eight. Yeah. Saints secure the two seed at 33-7 and seven over the Panthers. Yep. Seahawks got it done over the 49ers, 26-23. Again, Kyle Shanahan, <laughs> props <laughs> to you, man, because this team is half broken, and he's still making every game competitive. I, I can't wait to see what San Francisco's like next year, hopefully completely healthy, because I feel like oh, they're going to be one of the best good. teams in the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo back. Um, that's, I love to see Matt Ryan there. I think Matt Ryan could do really well there, but I don't think 
that Atlanta would take that Garoppolo contract when they're close to getting rid of Ryan. Anyways. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, Chargers beat the Chiefs 38-21. Chad Henney, sorry for the Chiefs. Not bad. Not a bad game. Yeah. Not a bad game there. Colts got it done over the Jaguars 28-14. Raiders got it done over the Broncos 32-31 in a very close game. That was actually a fun one to watch, too. Uh, Yeah. Teams kind of went on that one. It was kind of nice to see. And then the NFC East was decided when the Washington football team beat the Philadelphia Eagles. 20-14, to your final in that one. And uh, credit to Alex Smith. I mean, it was an ugly game. It was a very ugly game. Very ugly. And uh, I didn't watch the second half because that was my bedtime. However... Just waking up and being like, what is Doug Peterson doing? All where's Jalen Hurts? I don't even know who Nate Sedfeld is. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Washington won, but why is everybody freaking out? Like, did anyone really want you know, did who wants to see like who really cares if New York or Washington gets in? And then just hearing all the things that go down, I'm like, I I don't even understand what's going on at this point. Uh, the NFC East is a total dumpster fire. It made sense. <laughs> so with the final game of the books, that means we have our playoff seating. And in the AFC, and getting the first round by, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. They are your one seed. The two seed, led by Josh Allen and his MVP season. Buffalo Bills, the three seed. Pittsburgh Steelers and the AFC North champions. In the four seed, the, the AFC South champion, Tennessee Titans. The fifth seed is the Baltimore Ravens, the first wild card. The second wild card goes to the Cleveland Browns at the sixth seed. And the seventh seed, remember this year, seven seeds in each set of playoffs, meaning only the one seed gets the first round by and playoff uh, home field advantage. And so the seventh seed was the Indianapolis Colts. In the NFC, Green Bay Packers secured the one seed, and they have first round by and home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The two seed was the New Orleans Saints with the NFC South Championship in the three seed. The NFC West champion, Seattle Seahawks. The four seed, the NFC East champion, Washington football team. Five seed in the first wild card spot was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers led by Tom Brady. Six seed, second wild card spot, also in the NFC West, the LA Rams. And the seven seed led by Mitchell Trubisky, the Chicago Bears. So with 14 teams in the playoffs, we're going to expand our power rankings, and we are doing power rankings this week based on who do we think is legitimately going to win the Super Bowl? You're most likely to win the Super Bowl, 1 through 14. Austin, give us your list. So here's my list. Uh, are we all? Are we doing all at once? Yeah, we're going to do all at once. All right. So at the very bottom, I have the Chicago Bears. Um I don't trust Mr. Bisky in a playoff game. <laughs> I I trust Alex Smith with both broken knee, like two knees broken more than I trust Mr. Bisky fully healthy. Um, and this Bears defense has not been normal lately. Like they've really, I, I feel like their defense is also kind of letting them down. I don't expect much and they have to play the saints who I think is going to, to beat them pretty badly. Washington, I have at 13. I really feel like 
it's possible that they beat the Bucks. That if that defense defensive line really gives Brady trouble, I mean, Brady's Brady's old man. I would hate to see Chase Young, you know, hit him a couple times. I I I don't know, but uh, Washington doesn't have very much going on offense. Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson are pretty much hurt. Um, don't know if they're going to be even a hundred percent. And we don't know with Alex Smith and who knows what other quarterback we might have on that team for that game. Uh, number 12, I have the Indianapolis Colts. Not because I think they're the worst in the AFC, but because they have to play the Bills, and I really don't like them against that Bills team. Um, I don't I, I don't think – I think it could get ugly. Um, so I have them at number 12. Number 11, I have the Browns. Uh I think they're going to get beat by the Steelers. I don't think there's any chance. Um, they they barely beat them when they had, you know, most of their starters sitting. Now it's not looking good. You know, what they were a two point conversion almost away from from losing that game. Um, and I don't. Plus, with all the COVID stuff, I actually could have them last because who knows even if they're going to have their coach and what players. Um, with Sarkeesian having been on the COVID list now. Uh, Number 10, I have the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, You know, I I really don't like Jared Goff all that much this year, but even with him, I don't think it, you know, without him, I think it's even worse. And I just, I I don't really know if that offense is going to have the power to, uh, to make a run for it. Although Aaron Donald is probably the best maybe the best player in the league, the way he's playing. It's insane. Number nine, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they're, they're, they're not that good, but I think they are good enough to beat the Browns. I just don't know who, I don't know who they would play next. You know, they, I think they would play the, depending on actually they would play the bills. So if the bills be the Colts, they play the Steelers and I, I don't think they have a chance against the bills. Uh, number eight, I have the Ravens, and mostly I know they've been hot, and I've actually really liked them here lately. But I worry that it's mainly been the teams they play, which is Cincinnati, Dallas, Cleveland, um, a lot of just mediocre meh teams. And while they do have the revenge spot for Tennessee, Tennessee also has their revenge for this year in the playoffs, and they've been here, done that before. Um, and I don't know if they have the firepower to keep up if, uh, if it ends up being an offensive blowout. Number seven, I have Seattle, and that's mainly because the offense really just sucks. They haven't been able to run the football, and that's like key inside the playoff territory, especially uh, now. Yeah. They do have home field advantage uh, for one game, but after that, it's I don't like their chances. Uh, I definitely don't like their chances against Green Bay. Uh, number six, I have Tennessee. Um, they can score, but they can't stop anyone. They're clearly the worst defense in all the playoff teams, um, but they have the highest scoring offense. I think they match up with some teams better than others, but I don't like them against the Bills, and I don't like them against the Chiefs. Um, number five, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and that's strictly because of Tom Brady. Like that's strictly because of Tom Brady. I and he's getting better every week, especially these last few weeks. We know what he's like in the playoffs. Um, I I I really like him. I don't know if I like their defense. 
Um, number four, I have the Saints. The Saints, I think, have maybe the best defense in the playoffs, but they're big questions at quarterback, and I don't know what they're quite going to do yet. Um, and then number three, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, I need to see their team. I need to see this offense come alive. Um, and I just the only reason why they're number three, not number two, is because I think they're number two in the AFC. Um, number two, I have the Green Bay Packers. I think they have every reason to smoke everyone in the playoffs. They should be the better team. They should have, I mean, they have the better overall team. They should have the best quarterback and they have home field advantage and no one wants to play there. If Drew Brees goes there, he's old. It's going to be, it's going to be bad. If Tom Brady goes there, he's going to have arthritis kicking in. Yeah. Like Tom (laughs) Brady and Drew Brees are your two best quarterbacks right now. Cause I don't know. And Russell Wilson's got pretty much a broken running back so that I don't know if they're going to do much. I just like them against every team in the NFC. I just don't think anyone really competes with them well, with them well outside or teams in the AFC, I think compete well with the Packers. I don't know about the NFC and number one, I had the bills cause they are just playing the best right now. I mean, that is a dolphins defense that has caused problems for everyone this year. And the Bills scored 56 points on them. I just, it's unbelievable, man. So I have them at my number one right now. Fair enough. (laughs) My number 14 is the Chicago Bears. I don't know what team I'm getting. Hopefully Trubisky gets hot, but I just don't think we can beat the Saints in week one. Uh, Number 13, I have the Colts. Phillip Rivers in prime time. And that's something I trust. Steelers are my number 12. Yeah, Steelers are my number 12. We we we've talked about how overrated I think they are. They they've gotten a couple decent wins, so like they could make it out of the first weekend, but I don't see them making it to the AFC Championship. Anyways. Uh Washington's my eleven. Um, they've got a tough first matchup. Chase Young says he's hungry and he wants to face Brady. Go for it, dude. I think Brady's going to smoke you though, and so um, I, I think the Redskins are eleven. Ten. I have the Cleveland Browns. I like this team. I don't love this team. Um, I, I wish Baker could throw a little bit deeper, but this run game is undeniably great. Defense just allows too many points in big moments, and I think that that's a real issue. Number nine, I have the Rams. Um, I like the Rams, but I don't. Again, I don't know what team I'm getting. I don't know what Sean McVay I'm getting, and that's the other key thing is is if Sean McVay is having a great game where he's being creative with this team and proving why he's one of the best young coaches, they're unstoppable. Um, too much of that relies on Jared Goff, though, too. And Goff has not been great, especially the last few weeks. I know he's dealing with an injury now, but it's like th- this is a tough, this is a very tough uh, road for the Rams to make it uh, to the Super Bowl. Eight, I have the Seahawks. Um, they've had to come in clutch too many times. And in the playoffs, it's a little bit different speed, it's a little different reaction. And, and I don't know that the Seahawks can continue to make it. Titans are my number seven. I like this Titans team. They have a tough first matchup, though. And that's what I'm scared about. Five and four, Ravens and Titans going at it in week one is like, man, that is that is going to be a heck of a game to watch. I can't wait. And I think the AFC is a little bit tougher. I think it's the best game of the week. And that's not just because of the Titans fan. I think it is the best matchup this week. I think the road to the Super Bowl in the AFC is tougher than the NFC. Because I think... I think the Packers are winning it in the AFC, but the AFC literally five up. Any of those teams could be 
in the Super Bowl, and it wouldn't totally shock me. I think the Colts and Browns are the only two teams I'm like, I'm not totally buying you as playoff contenders. I'd be shocked if the Steelers got to the Super Bowl, though. I, I'd yeah, be kind of shocked if the Steelers do it, but yeah, I understand. So my sixth team is the Ravens. I like the Ravens a little bit more than I like Titans just because they've been on a roll lately, and the offense is finally clicking, and Lamar Jackson has that spark again. Number five out of the Bucks. you can't count Tom Brady out in the playoffs. You just can't. Um He's freaking good. Four, I have the Saints. I love the Saints defense, and I love what Alvin Kamara has been able to do. Like They are as good of a complete team as you can get because if you need to take pressure off Kamara, Breeze can throw the short pass, 15, 20-yard passes all day long. They've got their wide receiving core to pull it off. Um, I think they're good. Three, I have the Bills. I love the Bills. But they have two really tough matchups to even get to the AFC Championship. And... And I think it's I think it's a testament of when if you have to beat, I mean, the Colts are the Colts are a good team. They're not a great team, but they are a good enough team to to put you in a questionable spot. Then week two, you're more than likely going to be playing the Ravens potentially. Do you well? I, do you think the Steelers are going to beat the Browns? Because. Because, I mean, the Browns win, then yeah, then I guess they would play the Ravens or Titans. But I, I think the Browns are winning. Okay. This is my personal opinion. I just I think the Browns are going to turn it up. I don't think that they showcased everything in week 17. I think they saved some stuff because they knew that they were going to have to play them again. Um, I think they're going to rise up. I think, I think the Browns are going to have a good game, even with Kevin Stefanski out um, with COVID. Um, their head coach is going to be you know out, but... I, I do like the Browns, but um, Bills have a tough road to the AFC Championship. When they get to the AFC Championship, I, I think it's pretty safe to say who I think is going to be at the AFC Championship. I think it's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Bills have not played great against the Chiefs historically. And Andy Reid has had Josh Allen's number so far in his career. And Mahomes has had the Bills' defense's number. Um, Mahomes is 3-0 and against the Bills. And that's why I think the Chiefs are my favorite to come out of the AFC. Packers are my number two seed. I love the Packers. They are going to run through the NFC. I think that there's um, – I don't think that there's a solid competition there because it, it, because it has to go through Lambeau. If Green Bay was the two seed, I think it's a completely different ballgame. But because they have to go to Lambeau in the yeah. dead of winter when 10 inches of snow on any given Sunday is possible – yeah, that plays such a huge factor. That's really the only good thing about having home field advantage. You know, the crowd is taken out of it this year, so the weather in Green Bay is the twelfth man for the yeah. Green Bay Packers, and it's going to help them win games. Number one, I've got the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they're winning their title again. Um, I think this team has been bored because they knew that they were waiting to get this. They're bored, and they went fourteen and two. They set a franchise record, and they were bored, and they looked lost in half the games, but they still won clutch games. They still came through in big moments. And I, I've tried to justify the Bills beating them. I just can't do it. Right now, the evidence shows Kansas City is is the best team, in my opinion. So I'm going Kansas City Chiefs as my number one team. Let's go in to the playoffs. But before we do, it's time to preview it. That promo was a lot of fun to cut together. And um, let's start right there in the wild card round Saturday slate. By the way, Triple header on Saturday and Sunday. We begin on Fox on Saturday afternoon. Rams visit the Seahawks. NFC West battle 
in the playoffs. Austin, who are you taking in this, in this game? I'm going to take Seattle, but I'm going to take it in a very ugly win. I think Seattle wins. I'm going to go with 23-20. It's uh, not going to be great, but I don't. I don't think the Rams has got the offensive power to do it. Even with Goff, I just I don't see it going well for them. I'm going to go Seahawks as well. I like the Seahawks. Uh, defense has actually been decent lately too. Defense has kind of stepped up the last yeah. few weeks. So yeah. So maybe they, there's something going on in Seattle I like. Yeah, they still got they still got questions on defense, but they're they're Jamal Adams and Carlos Dunlap are being the stars, and that might be enough to get them get them going. Colts visit Buffalo in the noon game on CBS. Uh, right now, Colts are I don't know. Sorry, Bills are favored by six and a half. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna go Bills. I, I think that's a pretty easy one. I think Josh Allen turns it up. They make a hard case for. For being Super Bowl contenders, I just don't think that they that they get all the way. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm taking the Bills in this one. I I think it could get ugly. I don't know if Philip Rivers has has been terrible in the playoffs, yeah. like consistently. So I'm taking the Bills, and I'm going to take them thirty to to seventeen. Saturday night on NBC takes us to Washington, where the football team will battle the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay eight-point favorites. Austin, who are you going with? Yeah, I, I, ugh, I'm going to go with Tampa. I think Tom Brady is is going to have a good game. I don't like anything Washington's got on offense just because of injuries. Um, I'm going. I'm going to take the Buccaneers twenty-four thirteen. Solid pick there. I'm going to go Buccaneers as well. I, I think it's a little bit more uneven. I think it's 42-10. I think Buccaneers blow them out. That'd be, that'd be crazy if they beat 42-10. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I think they do. Sunday slate starts on noon or at noon on ABC, and that is the Tennessee Titans going up against the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens are three-point favorites, Austin. Being the Titans fan that you are, are you giving them the benefit of the doubt? I would never bet this game in a million years. I would I would highly suggest anyone not to bet on this game. Uh I'm going to take Tennessee. It's gonna be close. I'm I'm gonna take them I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna take them thirty one to thirty. I think it's gonna be that close. I'm going to go Ravens because I've been wrong a lot this year, and I'm hoping that rubs off here. <laughs> I'm going to go Ravens. I think it, I think it is close. 28-31. 28-31. Chicago visits the New Orleans Saints, 340 on CBS. And, uh, New- oh, by the way, this game is also being simulcasted on Nickelodeon. Yep. New Orleans, nine and a half point favorites. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be a blowout. I'm, I'm taking the Saints 30 to 10. You know what? All season long, Austin's questioned my loyalty. And there's no bet going on this week. It doesn't matter for the standings. But you know what? I'm from a place called Chicago. And the Windy City, we don't give up. We never give in. If the Bears, If the Bears play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl... And you take the cheese. I'm going to remember this. I'm going to keep this recording. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. 
Because you know what? <laughs> you say fair enough because you know it's not going to happen. <laughs> the Bears will I know it's not going to happen, but if they did, I would still cheer for the Bears. I would still be in there right. in my Bears uh, hat. Oh, dude, you know uh, I would. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what? Yeah, you would you be, be like you would be wearing I'd a Mr. Bisky jersey. I would wear you know what? How about this? If the Bears make the Super Bowl, I will buy a Mr. Bisky jersey. Listen, you will buy you will wear a Mr. Bisky jersey and you'll look at your Patrick Mahomes life size cutout and be like, Aren't I a bad boy? That's what you'll do. That's what you'll do. You'll know this. You know this. <laughs> You, you forgot where his mouth was cut out, but that's a whole yeah. other thing. Well, I am going, going down that route. <laughs> I am going with the monsters of the midway, the Chicago Bears. Let's go, Bears, baby. Let's get it. Let's go, Chicago. And our final game of the slate Sunday Night Football on NBC Cleveland versus Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, six point favorites. <laughs> I think the Browns yeah. are winning. I'm taking Pittsburgh. 30-17. 27-21 Browns. Let's do it. It's fair enough. That is round one, week one, the wild card playoffs. That is it for the coverage there. So let's wrap this thing up. I know it's a short episode, but you know, short and sweet, that's just how we do. On an NFL-only episode. It's time for winners and losers. Each week, we pick people who rock and people who suck. Austin, who's your loser this week? I'm going losers. Losers losers first. Man. Um, I'm going to go with Dabo Sweeney, man. What is up with this? (laughs) Like, (laughs) man, this dude... He put Ohio State number eleven. He's talking all this. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State played six games. Yeah, yeah. And then gets blown out. Just blown out by Ohio State. And can't stop talking. He just like can he I just wish he would just shut up. Like honestly, if you were to make if Dabo Sweeney was the coach of Alabama, Alabama would be the most atrocious team of all time. Like, Nick Saban is annoying because he wins. He's like Bill Belichick. He's annoying because he wins. Dabo Sweeney is annoying because he wins. He won one time, and he won't stop talking about it. Like Doug Peterson when they won the Super Bowl. Just shut up, Dabo. Shut up. My my loser this week is ESPN. You let Dan Levitard leave the building, and he shouldn't have... You let Stu Gotts join Cameo. I mean... Did they let him, or did, did, did they... They could have know. offered him money, you know? They could have done a lot of things better to make Dan Lebethart happy, but corporate greed, decisions, right. screw you, ESPN. Screw you. Listen, they got to pay Booger, okay? They can't, they can't oh, afford him. Uh, my other loser this week is freaking WWE. I, God, I hate this so much. Yeah, I saw you tweeting about this, and I have no idea what it, any of it means. And Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Legends Night. First Raw of 2021. You know, we're supposed to be gearing up for the Royal Rumble, and no, let's bring back an old time, a bunch of old-timers who can barely walk. 
Yeah. Teddy Long comes out with the dumbest bit ever about, you're going to face the un- Oh, he's not. Oh, he retired. My bad. Come on. To really? be fair, they were the best wrestlers of last year. They were my top 20. They were like my top five then, wrestlers of 2020. Oh, it got worse, though. To end the show, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> He's my favorite just because it pisses you and Nick off anytime he comes on. <laughs> Why? Why? Hey, here's the deal. So you okay? WWE cut Drew McIntyre's promo that he was supposed to do before Drew came out or before Goldberg came out, right? Okay. But they forgot to tell Goldberg that he didn't actually cut a promo. So Goldberg came out and was like, "Oh, I hear you saying this. I hear you say that." Drew just finished a match. Drew was still he was still selling the match. He was just like, "Oh, I'm hurt. I'm beat down." Drew hadn't cut. Drew hadn't said the word Goldberg at all. And then Goldberg comes out saying. Oh, I heard you're saying this. I heard you're saying that. I heard you that. Well, you know what? You don't have respect. You don't have... It's a whole promo based off of nothing. Nothing was said about Bill Goldberg. And unfortunately, we're getting that to Royal Rumble. How's that How's that Bill Goldberg's fault, man? They didn't tell him. They didn't tell him anything. Pay attention to a monitor. There's like a million monitors back there. Dude, you know, have you ever been a WWE wrestler, Logan? You don't know what's back there. He could be distracted. <laughs> Otis is back there. Just doing belly dances. Yeah. I mean, that's if I was a WWE wrestler, they'd be like, hey, it's your turn. I'd be like, hey, I'm watching this guy do the worm. Leave me alone. You know, like, I'm. Oh. And I'd be like, oh, wait. You got to be on now. I'm like, oh, sorry. What was I supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah, wrestling. Okay. And then you just make stuff up, you know. I'm not happy. So screw you, WWE. So. But January 30th, we are back with a brand new episode of Rope Talk, and it is time for the Royal Rumble. We will break down every match and special guest host. If you didn't, that's catch right. The Winner of the week, baby. That's right. I'm hosting Royal Rumble. Get ready. It's going to be a terrible show. I tell you this. It's going to be it's going to be a beggar, man. Like I've already planned stuff. Nick it's... and I are already pre-gaming to be uh, drunk enough to be able to handle him. Yeah. We don't record be... it for another 3 weeks people, but we're already pre-gaming it. It's going to be bad, y'all. Like I I am not doing any prep for this. I'm going to say a lot of things that are going to make you mad. Um I may not pay attention to a word that y'all say. Not that it's any different than any other show. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty pretty good, pretty, pretty wild, uh, pretty 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 pretty. Yeah, fine. Winner this week, Austin. You're the winner for you. My winner, the Bears made the playoffs. Way to go, y'all! I didn't yeah. give you a chance. Now, All your- I will say this: if we if we keep the score here. You did win fantasy this year. I give you that. Thank you. But I won both picks and the bet. So that's two to one, Logan. You are God. You are God. And we know you're not winning the NBA fantasy. So <laughs> I said I'm sorry. Kale asked me to log in today just to accept some trade, and I'm like, I don't even remember the password, dude. Honestly, I'm like, I don't even know, dude. I. Why am I not asking you for trades? Because I'll be like, hey, yeah, this would be a good trade. But you give me like... I freaking <laughs> offered James Harden up. I was like, hey, anybody wants James Harden, they can have it. I don't really care. 
I'll give you, I'll give you like, I'll, I don't know what I'll give you. I'll give you like, I'll give you a WNBA player for James Harden. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're not even, maybe we should, is there a WNBA fantasy? I feel like that should be a thing. Let's do it. Let's let's do WNBA fantasy. We'll give you a second try. Our bachelor fantasy fantasy league. Okay, I'll do it. If you send me the invite, I'll do the picks and figure <laughs> out what I need to do. I won't watch I'll, the show at all. I'll just guess. <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, you might want to go over to the Boss Rush Network Twitter page this morning because there is a brand new announcement of a new show coming to Boss Rush Entertainment. But let's go ahead and talk about it. Q-List is coming to Boss Rush Network. Starting February 1st, I am sitting down with a brand new panel. These are three people that you haven't seen on a bunch of other stuff. You've seen a little bit of one of them. Nerd journalist Bruce. the or Sorry, nerd journalist Bruce is on the panel. From the Kansas City Pioneers, she is one of my favorite gamers in Kansas City because you know she's just awesome. Frixie. So freaking pumped about her. And then um, Sean. Sean Burke is coming as well. And the first season of Q-List, what we're going to do is Q-List is a show where we we review basically movies, TV series, all this good stuff. The first eight weeks, we are talking about The Office. Eight episodes covering the greatest American television show, I think, of all time. At least that's what I think. Um, okay. Talking about The Office, we are breaking okay. it down season by season. Season one and season two will be combined into one episode, and that will be the very first episode. Now, we might even have a bonus episode in the works in the middle of it all. It's going to be so much fun. Check it out. Q-List is coming. It'll be available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, on the Boss Rush uh, Network uh, YouTube page as well. So it's going to be a video podcast for us, and it's going to be on audio as well. So check that out. February 1st, it's going down. That weekend is a huge weekend for us, too, because um, 30th, we have Audio Sketches debut on Boss Rush. 31st, we have Rope Talk. Then the first, we have uh, Q List. It's going to be pretty great. Pretty freaking great. Amazing. Can't wait. Ladies and gentlemen, for Austin Campbell, I'm Logan Corkins. Peace out.